Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Today... We're going to talk about secret survival. What I mean is operational security. Doing what you have to do so everybody doesn't know your business. And basically when the end of the world happens, everyone in the world isn't trying to break down your door. So I know we've talked about securing maybe, you know, home security and how to not look like a total disaster. But I want to dig a little bit deeper in this, you know, where, you know, you're gardening, you're what you're telling your friends every time you have people over. I've heard rumors about people where they have their friends over and as soon as somebody comes over, they're like, oh, come on in my room. Let me show you my gun safe. Mm -hmm. Let me go through my whole arsenal and be like, hey, look at this awesome gun I just bought. Look at where I have, look at my stash of AR-15s under the bed. Am I awesome or what? And I know it's cool and we're excited about prepping and we want to get other people excited about prepping. And that's good. You know, you want to build up, you know, because if everybody else is prepared, nobody's trying to steal your shit. So Mm -hmm. I like that. Right. But just the same, you got to have some kind of sense of security some kind of OPSEC, you know, where you're mm-hmm. kind of just protecting things that, you know, so people right. don't come rob you blind. Yeah, because if there is an issue and people aren't prepping, they're going to be out looking for, for something to feed themselves real quick. Right. So I guess the first thing I really wanted to get into is, I, I know I've mentioned in the past that Secret Survival Garden book. Um. And that guy talks about, you know, kind of growing your garden in the outskirts of your property, things that don't necessarily look like your traditional rows. Now, he comes at it from a point of view of, well, 
you're going to get better yields if things grow naturally. Turns out nature doesn't naturally grow up in rows. Mm -hmm. I thought it did. I mean, any farm I've ever seen, that's how it is. So, mm -hmm. But it, it turns out that we actually were the reason that happens. And, and that's, you know, I think we, we talked about in the tracking episode that, you know, anything that has order is a sign that man's been there. Right. And nature really doesn't, you know, Mm -hmm. What is it? Nature fills a vacuum or, or pours a vacuum, something like that. Right. And basically, there isn't going to be your traditional, you know, rows and spaces and weeding and whatever. So, not to get too off task, but the idea with that is um, planting things that grow along the tree line. There's a lot of berries and different bushes that you can really you know, add to your food supply without mm -hmm. drawing attention to it. Right. Um, sweet potatoes are a great one where you have something in the ground. Very few people know what the leaves look like when they look at it. The leaves are edible as greens, like mm -hmm. regular, you know, lettuce, this and that. They're awesome for that. Um, you know, and sweet I'd potatoes have a lot of calories and carbohydrates. A lot of calories. They're awesome, you know. Um, when you don't have... Uh, additives for your food. You don't have sugar to put on things. <clears throat> Sweet potatoes are a step in the right direction. A little something different. Mm -hmm. um, trees. Uh, you could plant, you know, fruit tree. They're good. Sometimes they give away a little too much. But yeah, I think a I, tree is a lot better than a garden. Right. You know, um, yeah, if you got, you know, 50 apples laying across your lawn, I guess somebody might notice that. They're not going to think you're a prepper. Right. They're going to think, oh, he's got an apple tree. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff you can do from, you know, smaller scale, uh, you know, to, to bulldozing acres and acres of land and, and starting a garden that way, you know, starting a new forest. But if you've got a small space, you know, if you're living in an apartment complex or you're living in an urban area, um, there's a lot of places right around you that you can plant things that, you know, aren't necessarily, you know, glaring out traditional, yeah. right. Uh, I mean, you could do things like um, rooftops, um, vacant lots is a good one. I know uh, a lot of people will just go and, and you know, if you, if you find a vacant lot and fill it with, uh, you know, Swiss chard and, and spinach and spiderwort and, like, the root vegetables, uh, beets, uh, potatoes, carrots, sweet potatoes... People aren't necessarily going to know what that is. Right. Know that it's edible. Um, you know, you can do it on any sort of patch of lawn you have. You know, a little backyard or along, you know, your fences. That's it. Stuff looking overgrown. Right. Even even a lot of the smaller uh, parks. Okay. You can go into. You know, in the. You know, don't don't go into Central Park and start digging up lawns and stuff. But, now they frown on that. But Some uh, guy parks, on a horse yeah, will come I over mean, and knock you. Go over to the, the fences in, in any of the parks and just, just uh, you know, you can throw some seeds out any place. You know, get things going. keep the poison ivy. Right. Well, that was one of the things. Natural fences, defense. Yeah, in the park. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things, you know, I did, you know, around me is uh, a ginseng. Mm -hmm. um, went all through the woods with ginseng seed. And it actually cost a couple bucks. Um, but... Now, my woods are full of ginseng. You know, you can walk back there and, and just pull it out. Now, again, that's not your survival food. 
Right. You know, people but the I right think guy I, would be like, Oh, medicinal purposes, it's awesome. Yeah, whatever. no, I think that's that's but, something that not overlooked too, is um, you know, a lot of the things that that people don't recognize right. are the things that are, are valuable medicinally, like right. a stinging nettle. You know, that's that's a famous one and it also makes a great barrier, you know. Okay. If you got kids running through your through your lawn, you know, like I do, or just want to keep people out. You in don't general. like people. All right. Yeah. You know, stinging nettle and, and uh, raspberry bushes. Have you ever tried run through a, a bunch of raspberry bushes? No. It no doesn't go. end good. No, and that's, you know, when there isn't berries on it, mm-hmm. I can't tell the difference between poison ivy and raspberries right. to save my life. You yeah, know? they look exactly the same practically. Um, so, I mean, that's that's good. But if you're, if you're going to move up to, uh, if you have something, some space, yeah. you know, that's even... That's even better. That's where you can really get some, you know, get some things growing. Get some weeds growing in your yard, you know. Make it look like it's uh, weeds. I mean, things like... Uh, dandelions. Dandelions, clovers, um, lamb's quarter, chickweed. Nice. And there's apparently a thing called plantains, oh. which are not the banana plantains. I know the banana plantains. Yeah, this is a different... It looks like a weed. It looks, you know... Hmm. Yeah, I think I have it probably growing all over my yard because I don't even have you grass know. in my lawn. No. It's just weeds. No, but uh, I mean that's that's a, a you know a good um, a good way to run it. You know, just plant it right in your grass, do it right in your lawn. Um, all those sorts of weeds that are edible. You know, there's no reason to go around your yard pulling up all the dandelions if uh, you know if you don't have to. No, I was thinking, you know, like I was saying with the fruit trees, but even if you don't want to have, all right, I got an apple tree with apples all over. Well, what if you had an apple tree and then you planted some garlic around the base, then you planted some grapevines that are going to grow up your apple tree, and then you put some, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, it'll occur to me like rosemary and herbs and like Mm -hmm. that on the outside of that. All of a sudden, it just looks like another section of the woods, you know, on right. the edge of your property. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of a sudden, there's so much going on there, but nothing that's going to draw any attention. You right. know, it's it's all kind of caught back. Right. So, and I have a big garden that's fenced in. You do. And there's nothing now, wrong with that. Well, that's, here's the thing. If you live in a neighborhood where you drive down the road and you see six gardens, mm-hmm. then... There's nothing wrong with you having a small garden. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to look crazy. You right. don't want to look like you're way out of the norm from everybody else in your neighborhood. The other thing, when it's private in your backyard, mm-hmm. um, like me, you drive up the long, you know, the mile driveway, and then, oh, there's a house back here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, most things I'm doing, nobody's going to pick up on because it's hidden. Right. And, you know, most people's backyard, that's the case. Mm-hmm. Well, I say most people, unless you're a city, you know, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you're, when you're doing that sort of stuff, it's, it's easy to kind of camouflage, uh, you know, grow the things that you like and, and get rid of the stuff you don't like. You can do it in little stages or you can, you know, just start with a big thing, clear an acre and start planting your trees you know, with your with your grapes in the middle, your 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 you know berry bushes around the outside, and just make little uh like sections, little yeah. pods, you know. And that's if you just keep bringing in the woods, you know, mm-hmm. with sections of of good. So, 
that's one thing. So maybe you want to check out this book. I'll, I'll put a link to it again in the show notes. I know I've mentioned it like at least four times in the past, you know, because it, it really hit home with me. I don't know. It just seemed like the perfect prepping, uh, you know, guide for setting up the homestead. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. So that's that aspect. And, you know, with spring just about, you know, just around the corner. You know, you guys might want to uh, start thinking of the approach. You know, yeah, it's good to. to uh, it's good to stick to when you're doing it. It's good to stick to like native plants, plants yeah. that are local that grow in your area. And that, I mean, I find my wife is huge into gardening, so she'll drag me to a lot of uh, the different, you know, garden centers and all that. And they'll have sections of native plants. You know, right. and there might be one, you know, type of pear tree that really grows well in your region. Mm -hmm. There might be one cherry tree that really kills it, and they'll sell that, you know, and you'll see these things right there, and why fight it, you know? Mm -hmm. Go with what's natural instead of what, you know, what you got to work for to, you know, get any yield from. Right. But, so gardening, that kind of stuff, that's one thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but there's more to it. Um, Bunny rabbits. I was thinking, you know, that that might be something I'm into. Um, right now, I have chickens. You know, I know we've talked about them in the past. And right now, they're kind of, again, I have the long driveway. You're not going to see anything from the road anyway. But when you come up my driveway, they're right there in front of you. And so that was one of the big projects for this year was to move the chickens back behind the house so that, you know, it's out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere where it's not going to be right and things. And and chickens are something they kind of got to get outside and whatever. You you know, you're not really just leaving them in a coop all the time. Right. So people are going to see them. You can't really hide it. But I was thinking I want to do bunnies. And uh, I was thinking, you know, I could build a shed and make it so it really doesn't look any different than a regular shed. Right. And pretty much have it set up for rabbits where I'm breeding. Mm -hmm. You know, I get so excited of, they say, you know, two rabbits can give you 320 pounds of meat a year. Mm -hmm. It's more than a cow. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. that's really Rabbit isn't bad taste. And for nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, there's some work. But when you need food, and you know, I I saw, I I, I shared a, a link of that on Facebook or something. And, and one of you guys got back to me and was like, well, you know. Um, rabbits don't have any fat and if you're just eating rabbit meat you'll get sick from not having fat well one if you saw me you'd know I don't have any problem finding fat so don't worry about it but aside of that but most of that's beer you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know you're gonna have to yeah but you're gonna have to supplement rabbit you get you know you can't eat just rabbit thing. anyway I'm eating yeah. eggs I'm eating rabbit mm-hmm. I mean no I'm not well, eating can, rabbit yeah, technically you to. can starve to death if you yes. only eat rabbit only eat protein right, right. Well, that's right. But we're not talking about hunting and survival. We're talking about supplementing. But you know what? If rabbit was the only meat you ate, it wouldn't necessarily be a problem. That's right. It's just it can't be the only thing you eat. Right. Um, but anyway, that that's way off, you know, task, neither here nor there. I just, I, I mention it now as the preemptive. I don't want the hate mail because I already got it. And it's funny because actually that's one of the few things I saw on one of those like dual survival or something. Mm-hmm. The guy was like, oh, you know, the rabbit, you got to eat the eyeballs too. Because if you don't get some fat and other stuff, 
you're gonna get I, I don't even mm. know what was it ketosis or I don't even know what the yeah the thing is when you have too much p- protein poisoning is that what they call it? I don't know what they call it, but uh, I know but what yeah. you're talking about. So whatever. Yeah. But you know, and the guy's like, "Well, if you eat the eyeballs, you're okay." And mm. I'm like, "Well, yeah, that's yeah, maybe that's, not." Yeah, it's kind of. It gross, may come but... to that point. Yeah, but we're not there today. <laughs> so whatever. But my point is, there's ways to incorporate everything so that it can be subtle. And you know, maybe you throw some skylights in your shed. Mm-hmm. And then you got the bunnies in there. Right. Or even little solar lights in there. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't mark you as a prepper. Oh, he's got a shed in his backyard. Who doesn't? Right. You know? Um, to me, you know, that's kind of an awesome thing. I, I really do want to do an episode on bunnies, but honestly, I don't know enough about them yet. Yeah, I We're had rabbits when I was younger, but I haven't had yeah, them since then. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, my sister had uh, the 4-H, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I had rabbits growing up, but and that's my problem is the kids are going to be attached to them. Yeah, and oh, look at the cute. And then they got to smash their head like, with a no, hammer. I'm hitting it with a hammer. <laughs> the bunny in that's, the pot. Yeah. So, anyway, moving right along. So rabbits, chickens, garden, mm-hmm. all opsec. Now, we have friends over. We want to encourage them to prepping. We want to talk to them. We're like, hey, you know, I mean. I don't know. Basically, the arsenal. What do you do? You know? I mean, really, the safe should be out of the way. I know I mentioned in the past, people are like, um, when I went to do the the gold coins, they were like, whatever you do, don't keep it in the master bedroom, because that's Mm -hmm. the first place, you know, everybody goes to look. And it's the same thing with your guns. You know, obviously, you have a home defense gun, you're going to want to keep in the bedroom and, you know, handy for when somebody's kicking in your door. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the storage of your arsenal of AR-15s. That you may um, or may not have. That you may or may not have. And the extra, you know, thousand rounds of ammo. Which, by the way, we will get into in a second. But, um, sorry, I get excited. Anyway, the uh, so you want to put them somewhere in your house that's out of the way. Um, think... Like, you know how a lot of people have, like, a closet under the stairs? hmm If you set up your safe in there, or even just put a deadbolt on that closet door mm-hmm. and kind of secured it, fortified it a little bit, put gun locks, whatever your laws require, whatever, you know, whatever nonsense, and it's out of the way. Um, you don't want your guns on display as a big... Now, maybe you do. Maybe you're full-on redneck and whatever... That's cool, too. I mean, I got to mm-hmm. say, if I could have the sniper rifle on display up over the TV, <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying it doesn't really help your operational security, you know? Right, right. Um, the ammo, you know, whatever. So I was really thinking about this, and I, I starting to put stuff away this weekend. I was out at, uh, I actually took some time off work, so... I was able to, you know, really put some time in it, you know, organizing and, and stockpiling stuff. And the uh, they had ammo cans at uh, Tractor Supply. Uh-huh. And I think they had small ones for 8 bucks each, and big ones were 10 bucks each. And I was like, ooh, it's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. So I bought just two, and I was like, oh, let me see. I opened them up. They have the nice rubber seal. And they're oh, okay. airtight. Yeah. And I was like, oh, now I like them a little bit better. Went back, bought like five more. And then, 
so I get home. I got this ammo can. And I'm like, ooh, this small one, I could put 22 rounds in. Mm-hmm. Dump a bunch of 22 rounds in there. Turns out, one small ammo can, I was fitting like, um, must have been probably 2,500, 22 rounds. Really? And I was like, ooh. Well, I mean, they are designed for ammo, right? They're designed for ammo. So that was I was really happy about that. And I grabbed the bigger ones. And I'm throwing um, the boxed uh, five, five, six rounds for the AR. Mm-hmm. Load those up. Now, this is where the magic happened, and this is what I wanted to tell you about. Is I'm loading it up, and the old lady comes in, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just trying to, you know, organize the ammo, whatever. Put it in there." She looks, she's putting in the boxes and helping me out, and she's like, "Well, you know." I really like the shape of these boxes because they fit in just right and they go the other way. You should buy a lot more of these. Ah. (laughs) And I was like, you don't know what you just said. Women love organizing things, man. (laughs) And I was like, this is the greatest day ever. (laughs) So needless to say, I jump in the car. I'm like, I'll be right back. (laughs) And uh, anyway, needless to say, there's a lot more bullets in my house. And then when I came home, she came home yesterday, and I was like, yeah. I opened up the ammo cans, and some of the brass isn't as shiny as it was before, and I'm a little sad. And she was like, oh, you know, whatever. But she didn't put together, like, why are you opening the ammo cans again? Again, yeah. And I'm like, because I bought lots more bullets. <laughs> yeah. So, and then there's the, uh, you know, the idea. You obviously want to have enough ammo for, you know, easy access and, and ready use. Yes. But, uh, you know, your big stockpiles, you don't necessarily want sitting on your uh, in your bedroom floor next to your gun safe. Exactly. And that's the thing. So, like I said, just find somewhere to stash, you know, the big mm-hmm. stuff. Get it put away. Um, I actually was even more excited because then I go out and buy a bunch of clips because I'm all inspired. Mm-hmm. We will say magazines. Okay. Upset anyone? Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, so anyway, because I can't hear any feedback, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Uh huh. All right. So I buy a bunch of magazines, and I'm like, well, how am I going to fill them up? I've already put away all my bullets, so I had to buy bullets the exact amount just to fill all the magazines. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is a win, (laughs) you know? So I and then am I wrong? Because I come out of Gander Mountain, and I take the magazines, and I'm just sitting there, loading them up. In the car? bullets in the parking lot, (laughs) ripping open the boxes, going... Yeah, it might be a little bit crazy. That might be a little crazy. Okay, just checking. Mm -hmm. Just saying hypothetically, that might be something somebody might do. Yeah. Yeah, no, and if I walk past you in the car doing that, I go inside and tell them to call the police because somebody's about to shoot up the place. (laughs) There's a guy just filling magazines in the parking lot. Just see bright. I was like, well, that's, you know, all right, just check in. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's something I would do. I'm just saying that's... It's something that might happen. Might happen, you know. All right, putting that out there. All right, so moving right along, same thing, food storage. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, like I said, you buy, uh, you know, all right, say you have... The stockpile that's the normal pantry, no problem, people see it, whatever. But then you have the ridiculous 
containers of, you know, one month supply and you have, you know, eight or 12 or 24 of those mm-hmm. stacked up, then all of a sudden you look kind of like a crazy person. Yeah. And it's not so much that you're worried about people thinking you're crazy. It's that you don't want them thinking, hey, I'm really hungry and you know who has. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing, make sure you're putting this stuff somewhere out of the way and even if it's just stacked up behind other stuff, just where it's not flaunting. Yeah. What I did with uh, with some of my stuff was I um, uh, got some five-gallon buckets, cleaned okay. them out, and loaded them up. And they're sitting with my other five-gallon buckets of primer and, and exactly. paint and five-gallon you know, buckets of I've joint I've heard of compound. people filling up paint cans. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to put them in those Mylar bags right, or whatever. Right, right. You want to bag it up before you but, put it in there, even no matter how well you, you know, clean it out. cans, nobody messes with that stuff. And even, honestly, if you just stuck it in the, uh, the like, Tupperware. Yeah. That you get, plastic you know, container. at Target or whatever, those big plastic containers, people, you know. People just assume it's full of old clothes, you know, that's right. their winter clothes or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's out of the way. You just don't want the big sticker on the side, my Patriot Supply or right. whatever. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to forget what's in those containers, you know? Right. So, whatever. So, moving right along. Um, same thing, you know, you when people come over, you don't need to tell them everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to be like, hey... You know, I stockpile all this. You say, oh, you know, have you ever thought about food storage? I'm kind of interested in that. I, I don't know. It's just something I'm kicking around. And you feel people out. Right. Um, you know, you can kind of inch them in the right direction. You know, I was happy to know that that uh, my sister-in-law ends up uh, coming over for Christmas. And she ends up buying me, like, badass beard oil or something. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I didn't even know you had a podcast called whatever until my son told me. And she's like, he saw the oil and he was like, oh, you got that because, you know, because of the podcast. And she's like, what are you talking about? And But it made me feel like, oh, maybe I'm not as bad with yeah. my OPSEC as I thought. No, because we're both idiots because we got a, a podcast about it. Right. But it's not... But that doesn't mean that all the people around us right. are going to know. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, as far as the government and stuff, we're out there or whatever. Yeah. You know, but somebody's got to warn everybody. You know, the more people got to prepare. Right. Um, again, you know, we've talked about it a hundred times. I'm not saying that, you know, any one thing is going to happen. I don't know. It might just be a hurricane and you have five days. Mm-hmm. You know, these things, you're an idiot to not think. I mean, we hear commercials on the radio daily where I am that say, you never know when the day before is the day before. Mm-hmm. And that's a thing. And and that's, you know, New York City radio that's right. telling me that. Because you know what? A hurricane can come. And all of a sudden, you can't get to the grocery store for four days. Right. And is that cool with you? Do you have mm-hmm. enough food for four days? You should. Yeah. You know, are you gonna people, freeze to death in your house if your power's out for three days? You might. You might. And that's you know, especially in New York. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this is what I'm talking about: is you, you should have a little bit, and you need to kind of nudge your neighbors, even if you gently get them into it, and then it's even take it to bigger things. You know, oh, you're worried about you know a hurricane or whatever, but 
you know, oh, did you see what happened in Greece with, you know, their dollar collapsing and, right. you know, that kind of thing. Gee, could that ever happen here? You ever think that maybe, you know, you wouldn't be able to go to an ATM or use a credit card for five days? Mm-hmm. How would that be? Would, would you be able to get to work or right. would you be able to get gas? Be able to go to the grocery store if you didn't have any money? Um, you know, these are the things that you could just plant the seeds. Right. You know, have a little bit, you know, hey, get, get them thinking about it. Get their feet wet. But you also don't want to be like, you know, it's more, hey, I was wondering about this. What do you think? Not, right. hey, you should come in my basement. Yeah, and look and at all see, the stuff I that you don't years. have to even store food. Yeah, I have two years worth of survival food, mm-hmm. you know, or, or look at my giant garden. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, this is, but hey, you know, I'm thinking about getting into gardening, you know, easing into it. And not giving away your whole, and then that way when the day, you know, because that's like a passing comment, that's not whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when the day comes, be like, yeah, it didn't work out. I don't know. <laughs> you I know, know we should have prepared. We should have done, we should have done more. You know, more. I was thinking about it, and you're right, and I didn't. Because mm-hmm. that's, you know, I always wanted to buy a gun, but they looked so scary. I, just, yeah. I didn't know yeah. what to do. I thought I'd shoot my eye out, yeah. you know? So... That, that's always what I'm worried about. Yeah, I actually thought it was interesting. I saw a billboard the other day when I was driving that, that had a, a house on fire and said, are you ready? And it had ready.gov on there. Yeah! So I went on the website and they've actually got some interesting little, uh, Yeah. you know, it's it's minor stuff. It's, you know, preparing for a house fire. It's, you know, preparing for uh, a storm with the power going out and that sort of thing. Now, I saw a billboard the other day had a picture of a postman and a sailor and it said who's your daddy get your dna testing done here (laughs) this was down in norfolk i can promise that it's not me down in norfolk and i'm like wait a minute what are they implying (laughs) oh that's just wrong postman always rings twice Uh, (laughs) he's a trickster my postman came over the other day he's knocking on the door and it's like you know, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> and I'm like, well, really? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, to me, honestly, if a postman came up, I'd feel a little bit bad. But <laughs> no, you're kind of out of the way for uh, somebody to just knock on your door, ask, ask no, to use the bathroom. She was dropping, dropping a package, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, by the way, do you mind?" And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever. one or two, <laughs> <laughs> exactly." Well, I didn't give her the courtesy of going to check to make sure it was clean first. I was like, ah, go ahead. It's in there. It's over there. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's on you. But, no, that's it. So I I was talking to one of my trapper buddies today. And uh, I I go over to his house. And I'm like, yeah, how's it going, you know, with yours? And he takes me in the other room. He's like, oh, I got 50 muskrats so far this year. Really? Shows me all of them. He's got them all skinned and ready. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what are you getting for those? He's like, oh, about $3 a fur. Damn. And I'm like, oh, no. Because, dude, <laughs> he's got like, you know, like three hours in each one. Right. I'm like, yeah, that's not really that cool. Yeah. But Yeah, no, I saw a bunch of otters the other day when I was driving. They were just uh, hanging out on the ice and diving down in the water and yeah, and pulling stuff up. So but They're all over the place here. Yeah, no, I hear you. Now... I mean, I know my male lady, she's always asking when she sees me getting packages, what's in that one? What's that? Same sex thing. toys. Yeah, sex toys is what yeah. I should be telling her. Uh, it's like very sex. personal. I like sex. So, <laughs> you know, let me tell you. But See this plane 
uh, brown paper package. It's plain for a reason. Mind your business, lady. Oh. <laughs> now, what about when you go out in town? Are you wearing the prepping badass t-shirt? Is that what's happening? Uh, yeah, I wear whatever keeps me warm, man. Whatever keeps me warm. I found it at the thrift store. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, you know, it's important to, um, like you said, to find that balance, though. That's it, because we're not cowards. We're not hiding away from the world. Mm-hmm. We're not ashamed of who we are. I have a beard. Yeah. You don't even know, but, you know, hey, you do what you gotta. Yeah, I, I might actually... wear camouflage here and there, mm-hmm. but that doesn't say I'm a crazy prepper, you know? <laughs> that doesn't mean come rob me. Yeah, no, I had to uh, trim my beard. I, I had a traffic ticket. I had to go to court, and I looked in the mirror and realized I looked kind of like a mix between Charles Manson and Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Oh. I was like, maybe I just better get it under control a little bit. Well, you know, oh, I had like bad. small birds living in it and, and stuff. Uh, that's, you know, you got to keep some snacks in there, you know? <laughs> that's the sign of a true prepper. True prepper. And you can store a, a two liter bottle of soda in your beard. <laughs> Pull it out. Hey, <laughs> that's it. I was talking to a guy. He's like, yeah, I was watching people discussing their beards on the internet. And right away, I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, and this guy, we had a, you know, this easy top beard. And he's like, yeah, it took two years. And, you know, full on. And I'm like, not me. I don't yeah. know, maybe you. But whatever. So, bottom line, keep your business your business. Have a good time. Enjoy life. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Don't. You know, run around cowering. Don't be like, oh shit, I can't, whatever. But also, you don't need to share what you don't need to share. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be ridiculous about it. Mm-hmm. Just keep in mind what you're doing. You know, when you get into prepping, you get into this stuff, just pay attention. Yeah. Be aware of who's around you. Be aware of what you're saying. And if you're really, you know, if you're really tearing up your lawn and replacing it with weeds that are, you know, that are edible... You're going deep, and you're getting crazy. You might have just a like us. Yeah, you might have a problem like us. There's and nothing wrong with that. It's time to start growing a beard. Yeah, it's you time. Know? It's time. Mm-hmm. You've already gone this far. You may as well commit and go full in. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. So, all right. Now, anything in the news? We got anything big this week? Yeah, actually, there's a big push now. Uh oh. Um, rich people are get, been getting into prepping lately. Yeah, yeah, so I, I started looking into it, and uh, apparently it's like um, uh, rich uh, Democrats scared about Trump and building bunkers and uh, storm shelters and all sorts of stuff. Now, what do they think? He's going to start, like, nuclear war with Russia? I don't know. No. I mean, there's a, there's a thin line between hippie and survivalist, you know? So, patchouli. Yeah, patchouli is really the main... If you put patchouli in your beard... That's really the line right there, and it's I'm kind of embarrassed because I got some beard soap that has patchouli in it. Oh, you're killing me. Yeah, no, next thing you know, I'm going to be listening to Bob Dylan and not wearing clothes anymore. <laughs> we won't gardening under- naked we today. We won't even understand you when you're talking. <laughs> yep, nope. So, uh, yeah, apparently there's a big push out, like, a Silicon, Silicon Valley, um, right. you know, building a underground bunkers and building uh, secret rooms and secret storage compartments and things like that. So, if you're a carpenter, 
looking to build that sort of stuff. That's the that's the spot to be because apparently they're hiring people left and right because Donald Trump is going to come and, and close their grocery store. Is that what's happening? I, I'm not sure. Right. I'm not sure what they're worried about. Now, hey, you know, we all have dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he right. was raising a stink about uh, Iran there. Yeah. You see that they're launching yeah. uh, ballistic missiles now. So I'm sure they're still making, you know, enriching uranium and shit like that. But, you know, we gave them $3 billion to stop doing that. So I'm sure they stopped. Yeah, well, that only seems right. I mean, I'd do something if you asked me for $3 billion, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't they say that uh, Trump stopped some kind of secret payout that they made at the last minute? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear anything I heard, about it. I mean, we're not talking about the billion in cash or whatever we sent over on a plane. Mm-hmm. That was cash, and it's gone, and so sad, you know. Yeah. But uh, I guess, like, in the last couple of days, Obama supposedly um, set up some kind of wire transfer. We were sending them all kinds of more money again. And Trump went in and put a stop, seized all the accounts it went to, and it's what I heard. But okay. I don't know. Could be that fake news we learned about last week. Yeah, yeah, you gotta so, be careful, man. You know, who knows? Yeah, I was actually looking at that, I think it was uh, uh, the New York Times uh, printed that story about the uh, uh, the Trump and the uh, pee girls. Yeah. Peeing on the bed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they reported that as as unsubstantiated reports. That's not news. If it's unsubstantiated, why are you putting in the newspaper? Yeah, no, that sounds right. Yeah, I never heard any more of that, but when I say that... Yeah, no, it turns out it was all made up. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, because I've been listening to audio books and whatever. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I've been going a little bit deep lately myself, too. I'm staying out of the news, man. The whole thing is uh, a little bit getting getting me on edge. That's it. All right, so with that... Check us out, PreppingBadass.com. Check us out on Facebook. You might want to uh, head over to Patreon, throw us a little love. And you know what? I was thinking, though, we really, I I was looking at our numbers. For this month, I think we had something like 12,000 downloads. Mm -hmm. And I want to get those numbers up. I want to hit like 20,000. Okay. I know that's almost double. It's a big jump. Mm Mm-hmm. Guys, got to tell your friends. You got to, you know, help us out a little bit. Throw us a bone. Um, if you enjoy what you're hearing, maybe uh, share the love a little bit. Maybe share uh, the thing on Facebook. You know, tell your buddies something. Um, the other way you could help us out is it'd be really cool if you guys went over. I look at the other podcasts, some of the other prepper ones that are beating us out in the ratings. They got like 40, 60 reviews on iTunes, uh-huh. and we're like. 13, 14, come on, you know, we could get a little love, Mm -hmm. leave us a review. Just takes a minute. Just takes a minute, you know, you might say, hey, you know, I really wish Chuck would uh, sharpen up his attitude there and and be nice to people, you know, whatever, I don't know what you want to (laughs) say, but, uh, you know, hey, work with us, you uh, show us a little love. Are already a little bit lucky because I mean we both have faces designed for radio. You know, you don't want to <laughs> see us doing, on TV. We're already doing you a favor. Yeah. So, with that, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week.